Welcome to the Franchise Success Formulas podcast, the place where you find the tactical and practical business and leadership knowledge you need to help you build a successful and scalable franchise enterprise. I'm Aisha Bascaro, the founder and CEO of the American Franchise Academy and a 30-year veteran in the franchise industry with experience in Fortune 500 global brands like Domino's Pizza, Popeye's Luciana Kitchen, and Darden Restaurants. Franchise executive turned teacher and entrepreneur. Let's get started. No one can really predict the future. However, there are many people that are calling for a rocky 2024. It may happen or it may not happen, but as business owners, we are responsible to make sure that we do everything we can to prepare for a potential possible rocky 2024. And so in today's show, I'm going to be sharing with you the types of areas in which we as business owners, business leaders need to start thinking and preparing so that if a rocky 2024 actually happens, that we have things in place that we're working on to get better. Many of these things will require a lot of strategic thinking and planning and proactive measures that we need to do to be able to get there. So as I'm going through each of these areas, I want you to think that if there is no 2024 Rocky year and you do implement all of these things, that's just going to make your business better. However, if we do have a Rocky 2024, then implementing these things will help you prepare for it because if you don't then 2024 might be just a little harder than it really needs to be a lot of things are happening this year economically politically right and so let's go ahead and be responsible and look ahead and start working to making our business resilient and overcoming any potential issues that might come our way so i'm going to be sharing 10 areas where you are going to be able to focus on and work on this year to get your business ready for anything. So let's go ahead and get started with the very first one. And that is to have financial resilience. This means that you really need to strengthen your financial position. You need to be able to increase your cash reserves so that if anything happens, there's money out there that you can actually get into and use to overcome whatever challenges come. This also means that you need to oversee what expenses you have and see what of them among them can you actually tackle and improve and reduce, obviously, and reassess what are the investment plans that you have for this year. Now, I'm not saying don't grow. I'm just saying that if you are going to grow, make sure that you're doing it in a way that if something happens, you're still going to be okay. And actually having those financial or cash reserves will absolutely help you along the way. So let's go to the second area that you need to focus on to create resiliency in 2024. And that would be debt management. And what that means is that really review where your debt is, look what are your levels of debt that you're having as well well as what are the refinancing options that you may have. Have a discussion with your banker or whoever is giving you, you know, the finance abilities and see if you're able to maybe renegotiate interest rates. I know that at some point in time, interest rates were as high as 8%. Now they're coming down a little bit. Could you maybe renegotiate those and maybe extend payment plans? Maybe you can have those be a little bit longer so that you pay a little less every month so that you can, you know, manage your cash reserves. And again, go to point number one, 
increase those in case anything happens. And if you're possible, maybe you can pay down some of that debt so that you can alleviate some of that challenge that you may have in your business. So debt management is really going to be something that is going to be important because the more debt that we have, the more stress and risk we have in our business. All right, number three, how about diversification of your revenue streams into your business? There are two ways in which you can do that. One of them is by being able to look at the products that you have and see which ones are the most cost favorable products and then be able to promote those in a way that you are bringing in more revenue through the different you know, revenue streams, but also doing in a way that is more profitable for you. So other ways in which you can increase revenue streams into expanding the channels of sales, like catering or delivery, or maybe creating packages or reaching out into the community and see if anybody can use a package or a group of your product or services for your business. Looking for ways in which you can get more sales from more different ways will help you increase the revenues, which at the end of the day, it is the oxygen of your business. Here's where reaching out to the community and asking how could you better serve them? How could you provide better products or services that maybe within your brand you're able to deliver will be a great way for you to increase the revenue streams in your organization and will allow you to, again, gain resiliency in your business. So let's go to number four. And this is going to be a really interesting one because it's something that when the past, uh, in the past, we had these issues with uh, certain illness in our country and the world. And this one broke down severely. And that would be supply chain stability. There is huge value in you really building a relationship with all of your approved suppliers. Even within a brand, even though you are required to have specific suppliers in your business, there is no reason why you cannot build a relationship with them, especially in your area with the company or the organization that is directly delivering products for you and your stores and your units. Being able to build a relationship with that organization really will help you have access to opportunities that other people that don't do that would. I remember that in the later uh, months on uh, during COVID, we had franchisees that were really struggling because they were not able to get a lot of main products for their organizations. And I remember them turning their closed lobbies into literally storage rooms because they were hoarding product so that if the next time they order something is not available, they were able to go into the reserves. Now, of course, you can only do that with anything that is non-perishable. But if you have products that are non-perishable that are critical for your business, you might want to think about you know that type of stock or as a minimum, building that relationship with your supplier so that if something happens, that relationship can take you a long way and would allow you to have the products that you need to be able to provide your customers with the product and services that they need. So let's go then to the next point that you should consider whenever you're looking at you know 2024 and the things that you might want to prepare to make sure that anything that happens, you can overcome. And that is in one of your largest expenses in your business, which is labor cost. Recently, the cost of labor has gone you know, through the roof the last couple of years with recent loss happening in California with a minimum wage increase to a dramatic level. And literally, there's many states that have been increasing the minimum labor cost every year. And so one of the areas that you really need to look at to see where can you be better? How can you reduce the cost, maximize the use of your employees without compromising customer service or employee experience. And so one of the things that you can look at is, you know, potentially cross-training of team members. The more cross-trained a team member is, the less number of people you may need in a specific areas or positions, because if the people can do most of several positions, then they are able to switch and slide into different positions without having to have somebody 
permanently in that area. So definitely optimizing through cross training is going to be tremendous for you. Obviously training of your unit managers, giving them all of the knowledge they need to be as effective and efficient at building a schedule. The first step into having successful labor cost management is doing an effective schedule. And if your managers don't have all of the guidance and knowledge and best practices on how to do that the best possible way, that might be a huge opportunity for you in this year that you can work on with your team so that as they are going through, you know, the months and the weeks that they're making schedules, they're getting better and better at it, which then will allow you to be prepared in case something happens and you need to then really tackle that strongly. That brings me to number six, uh, the number six thing that you need to look at when it comes to confronting and being prepared for anything in 2024. And that is to look for marketing strategies that are adaptable, things that you have not had tried in the past. Look for not only value, but things that will actually allow you to increase customer retention. When things are tough, one of the best ways for you to be able to sustain your business is by retaining your customer base. If you are able to do things towards the customers that you already have, things that they already love and want and come to you for, why not really double down on those in those areas, in those services or those products that you know are proven that they like and they're going to keep coming forward with you, especially if you're promoting them and reminding them how much they love those things. If you spend some of your marketing time and dollars doing that, you're going to be able to strengthen that loyalty with those customers that already love what you offer. In the same line, number seven is all about customer experience focus, meaning that anything that you do, you want to really prioritize your customer experience, making sure that every time they come to your business and they experience your brand, your product, your services that they really feel like you are something different and special. And I know that as a multi-unit franchisee, you're doing that through your people. And that's one of the things that you really need to consider. Like, how can you inspire your team to really be the ones that stand out among other people, other competitors that might not be doing the customer experience focus as much as you are? If you do that, you're going to beat the competition. You're going to be better than them. Go ahead and, and do that and think about what can you do this year to improve that customer experience and, and help you your people be more focused on that. So then that brings me to point number eight or area number eight in which if you do these things, it will really help you overcome a potential rocky 2024. And that is to have proactive communication with your franchisor. They have a lot of knowledge, a lot of information, a lot of tools and resources that you can really maximize if you build a relationship. I know of too many franchisees that don't want to talk too much to the franchisor, want to hide in the corners of their markets and not reach out so much. And what they're doing is they're isolating themselves from the possibility of getting a lot of knowledge as support from them. You're paying every week or every month a certain amount of royalty fees and maybe even marketing fees that you are supposed to be getting things in return. That additional support when it comes to the brand, the product, the service, and the image of the brand, there's a lot that they can do to help you improve in those areas and increase your sales. So seek support, seek guidance, seek also fellow franchisees in the market that can help you get more business practices and knowledge to make you better. If there are regional or national meetings, I highly encourage you to go. Literally, I recommend franchisees, all of our clients to go to at least two conferences a year. And the first conference is absolutely their brand conference, because that's how not only are you know what's going to happen, be in front of all of that, they might be able to warn you about things that are coming and help you prepare for it, but also share best practices with fellow franchisees in the network of people that are doing a great job. And so if you don't do those sort of things, then you miss out on that. The second conference that I actually recommend is the multi-unit franchising conference that happens in Las Vegas every year. And that's because they really focus on training multi-unit 
many franchisees and how to be better. But that's a conversation for another time. So let's go to area number nine, where you need to be considering throughout this year on how to prepare for a potential Rocky 2024. And that is technology and innovation. I will tell you that I love technology. I'm not great at it, but I love technology. I love how it has allowed us to be better and faster and be able to do more with less in the last, you know, two decades. I remember when I got my first laptop was in 1992. So this actually is three decades ago. I mean, it's incredible. So I got my first laptop, uh, my IBM. It was like a 12 pounder. Okay. I was so ecstatic and I learned even it was, it was before Microsoft Office even was available. And the amount of work that I was able to use just with, um, I could think it was called Microsoft Word or Word Processing. That's what it was, Word Processor. It was amazing, you know, and that I think is one of the things that accelerated my career, my willingness to embrace technology and use it as a tool to be better. It can help you be more efficient. It will help you reduce costs because especially if you look at the reporting that technology has, right now you have technology in your business. You have computer systems and back of the office, you know, POS systems. There's a lot of information in there. There's reportings and things that if you look at those tools and analyze them and really truly learn them, you will be able to find a lot of information that can help you make better decisions and guide your leaders and your team in how to do a better job and be more efficient at it. And who knows, you might find things that you didn't even know existed that just by looking at that, things will get better for you. So take advantage of technology and innovation. Anything that your franchisor is working on, embrace it because that's what's going to help you be able to be better at what you do every day and overcome any potential issue that might be coming. And that brings me to the area number 10. And that is that as a business owner, you need to regularly review your finances, regularly look at your profit and loss statement, at your balance sheets and see where you are and compare it to your annual plan. So back in October of last year, you should have spent some time to make your plan for this year so that you can then know month by month, right? Literally where you're supposed to be to accomplish your financial and business goal for the year and then compare your financial results every month against that plan. If you do that, then you're going to see there's any issues and challenges and it will allow you to understand if something is happening, you know, one of those things, economic issues that may be happening in the industry that you will know immediately when you look at your numbers and see how far or not you are from your plan. If you do that, you will be able to get ahead and start making adjustments based on all of the prior night things that we talked about. But if you don't have your eyes open and ears open to the actual results and noticing when something is changing, then you might act too late. Now, these are the things that I believe that you need to look at. These are the areas that you need to really be paying attention, work towards in the next 12 months to overcome any potential 2024 rockiness, should I say. Now, like I said before, it might not be rocky 2024. Maybe it's a great year for everyone. And if that's the case, doing these 10 things are only going to make you better. But if we do have a rocky 2024 and you do these things, you're going to make your business more resilient and you're going to be ahead of many people in the industry. So something else that you might want to consider is stay in touch or knowledgeable with what's happening locally in the country and in the world. Keep yourself informed so that you can get ahead. Not only the reporting that you have will give you information about what's happening, but also you looking at the news and seeing what's going on everywhere will give you clues to see if you need to step up in any of the areas that you had to go. And I will have to say that in these particular times, if it, in the rocky times, should I say, if we do have them, one of the things that is going to help you be able to overcome or be more resilient is if you have great leadership in your organization. And that will start with you. If there are 
areas in which you know that you need to improve as a leader and the areas that you think that your people, your leaders need to improve, then those are the things that you should also work on. Because if you are a strong leader, someone that is firm and it is confident and knowledgeable, your people will follow you wherever you lead them. And so really start with you considering the things that you need to do to improve yourself and do that. And at the same time, develop the leaders in each of your units. And of course, your district managers, if you have them, because the better leaders that they are, the better that you're going to be able to overcome whatever happens this year. And if not, grow tremendously. So with that, I'll say that if you'd like to explore our programs and find out how we can help you here at the American Francis Academy, do these plans, execute these processes and procedures, make these adjustments and prepare for the future and just make your business better, please visit us at AmericanFranchiseAcademy.com and learn about our programs that we have designed for scaling successful multi-unit franchisees, also for preparing district managers to be effective and efficient at their job, and giving the unit managers the leadership and management skills that they need to be successful. You can find all that in that website, again, at AmericanFranchiseAcademy.com, and I hope to see you over there. Thank you, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Franchise Success Formulas podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss a show and leave a review so that other people like you can find us and receive the value that you just did. Here at the American Franchise Academy, we have an important mission of protecting the American dream of business ownership through franchising. And with your help, we can do a lot more of that. Thank you for being part of our community and see you next time.